We are currently in the Mindset series, and in today's episode, we will be answering the question of how to start the journey of changing your mindset. What do you need to do, or how can you make the change real? You will learn the steps, ideas, so that you can use that to start the process of changing your mindset. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, welcome. This weekly podcast was inspired to help new managers to overcome the challenges of managing and leading people. I am Lisa Lum, and along with Sawana Ali, we have a combined experience of over 50 years in leadership and management roles. We understand and know the struggles and rewards of leading a team. We believe that you should not be facing these challenges alone. To find out more, check out our respective sites at lisalumcoach.com and sawanaali.com. Let's get going. This is the second episode of the Mindset Focus series, where in the first episode, we covered the question, what is a mindset? As well as the importance of a growth versus limited mindset or a fixed mindset. If you're interested, check out the previous episode so that you're able to get the overall context. The question in most people's mind is, what or how can I change my mindset? There are essentially three key elements that are required in order for you to change, and in fact, these steps will be required for any change to occur. Number one, clearly identify the specific mindset that you would like to change. Number two, replace the faulty mindset with the growth mindset. Number three, be consistent and continuously practice. Let's break it down one by one. The first step of any real change is to accurately identify the issue or problem that you want to solve. If you're not able to accurately identify the issue, you are not going to be able to accurately solve the problem. In order for you to do this, you will need to do the following. 1. What is the constant thought that you always have that stops you from taking the next step. Number two, ask the why question. Ask and answer until you uncover a common theme or a root cause. Number three, what are my core values? And is my current mindset aligned or not with my value system? Please allow me to share my personal experience. For as long as I can remember, I've always thought and in the process, identified with this thought, and that is, I am not creative. It probably started when I was in school, and the fact that I failed art did not help the cause. Looking back, I think that I just didn't really have a good art teacher or a real art teacher. Anyway, I digress. This thought slowly turned into more than just a thought. It became a stronghold in my mind. Over time, and without any attempt to even challenge that thought, I simply believed it and lived as if it was true. At the workplace, I was in product marketing. And if you know anything about marketing, marketing is a creative function of any organization. Because of my long-held belief, I compensated it by working harder at the other aspects of marketing, such as in areas that I was naturally good at. For example, analysis, problem-solving, strategic thinking, and so on. When you're working for an organization, you have the benefits of having 
third-party agencies to help you out, such as an advertising agency. So obviously, I had an advertising agency to help me do the creative aspect of the work, which was a great escape for me. However, since I had to prove all the creative, subconsciously, I was using my creative aspect of my mind just without me recognizing it. In fact, I would like to think that I was very good at what I did and even came up with some pretty amazing marketing campaigns. But no matter how much I did, that limiting belief or mindset was always with me. I decided sometime back to challenge this limiting mindset. And the very first thing I did was ask myself a series of why questions. Why do I believe that I'm not creative? Yes, it is true that I can't draw, but is it because I never learned how to do it? Why have I defined the ability to draw with being creative? Why have I reduced the broadness of creativity to just this one area? The answer to my why questions was sadly that I never even thought about or even challenged myself to learn. Once I've realized that, I then decided that it was time to change this limiting mindset. Because when I look at what I've done in the past, those activities would be considered creative processes. Today, many years after I had first challenged that limiting belief, I have co-authored and published a book, started a blog, and now a podcast, and more wonderfully, truly enjoy the process of watercolor painting and even relearning to play the piano. All of these are creative processes and is from someone who is creative. I would never have experienced any of those things if I did not decide to challenge the limiting belief that I am not creative. The wrong mindset can literally stop you from experiencing and discovering new opportunities. Sal, have you had any limiting mindset that you needed to challenge? How did you go about identifying it? What a revelation, Lisa. This is really a case of if you put your mind to it, you can achieve anything. We hear that a lot, right? And it's nice to be peeling the onions and sharing how exactly we go about doing that today. Let me try to share one of my stories. My limiting mindset was about perseverance and endurance. A little bit of a backdrop, I enjoy sports and the outdoors. I've been playing tennis and golf for a very long time. And if you have listened to the earlier podcast, I've also shared with you on how a wake-up call has made me an avid tracker now. Yeah. I know that tracking requires perseverance and endurance. However, my situation for tracking was different because I was ready for a change. I was mentally ready. The limiting mindset that I had was about a long-distance run. I never believed that I had the stamina to endure the pain of a long-distance run. Yeah, I ran to chase balls on the tennis court. But that was different in that it was short bursts of very quick or fast runs. Things started to change when I found it hard to get people to play tennis with as my tennis friends were getting busy with their own goals and commitments. So then, I started to search for an alternative. This was when I thought about running. 
After all, it is the easiest thing to do, right? All I need was my own wheel and a good pair of running shoes. So I started running bit by bit. One kilometer to three kilometers and then five kilometers. I was happy running five kilometers for an exceptionally long time. I got the hang of it and enjoyed it pretty much. In fact, the value add to my run was that I actually used the time to think about stuff as well. Oftentimes, if I was stuck with some issues or project situations, for instance, I typically would be able to solve them by the time I finish my run. So after some time of running 5 kilometers regularly, I wanted a new challenge. Then, I started doing 10 kilometers. And not long after, I've already gotten 10 kilometers in the groove and kept on doing anything between 5 kilometers to 10 kilometers based on the time that I had. During this process, I watched people doing half marathons with much admiration. I said to myself that I marvel at their grit and tenacity as I could imagine the kind of endurance and perseverance that they need to deal with especially when you have to fight that voice in your head to do the opposite instead. You know, taking the easy stuff rather than doing the hard but right stuff. Obviously, I was stuck at the 10 kilometers while admiring the half marathoners. It never occurred to me that I would be running half marathons ever. I had the limiting mindset that I did not have enough energy to persevere and endure the pain of additional 11 kilometers on top of what I was comfortable at doing. I stayed with this limiting mindset for quite a while until one fine day, I started thinking deeper and had an honest conversation with myself. I asked these questions. Why am I resisting a new experience? How come I'm so reluctant to push the envelope? What is the worst thing? That could happen if I could not complete the run. Why am I okay with being comfortable in my comfort zone while at the same time wondering whether I could pull it through just like others do by just stretching my effort a little bit more? And what would I say to myself in the future for not trying? The more I ask all these questions, the clearer I was that the main reason for my resistance was I wanted to be comfortable doing the easy thing. The question that really made me act to do something different was in fact the final question. What would I say to myself in the future for not trying? I couldn't come to terms and identify with the answer to that question. So then I reached out to a good friend who has been running long distance for a very long time and started to train with her. And now I'm happy to say that I've ran about 10 half marathons today. What I have learned through this process is really the experience of having a serious conversation with myself, being very honest about my feelings, and accepting the misalignment between my feelings, my values, my needs, and my wants. Well, Lisa, is that the way to determine the gap between the faulty mindset and the growth mindset? Yes, El, that's very true. The next step after identifying or knowing what you want to overcome, you will need to replace the faulty with the growth mindset. To do so, 
you will need to create new thoughts that you want to replace that faulty thought with. So let's continue with my example. I had to replace the faulty mindset of I am not creative to I can learn to explore my creativity in writing, painting, cooking, baking, and whatever else that people would consider as creative. The two key words here are learn, which implies that I need to be taught properly as much as my desire and openness to learn. The second is that I've expanded the creative category to not just drawing. So what did I do? Anytime that I'm doing something that would be considered creative, I am telling myself that I can learn. And because I'm able to learn, I need to be taught how. With every step that I took, slowly the faulty mindset began to have less of a hold on me while the new replacement thought became stronger. Today, I don't consider myself not creative anymore. In fact, I now have a mindset that not only am I creative, but I can learn new avenues whenever I want to. It is important that you not only identify the faulty mindset, but replace it with empowering and growth-centered mindset. Nature abhors vacuums. So if you're not replacing what you want, your mind will naturally replace it with a stronger faulty thought. Sel, have you ever replaced your limiting or faulty mindset with something empowering? Continuing my story just now, based on the method that you talk about, my limiting mindset was that I don't have the energy or the strength to persevere the additional 11km distance. To convert that to the growth mindset, I adopted a number of key steps. Firstly, I accepted that I do not have the right mindset and that I need to change it. The new mindset that I'm adopting now is, yes, I can do this just like anyone else provided if I put in the effort to prepare myself to do it. Secondly, upon acceptance, I was ready to do something different. Then I listed down the action items that include the following. Number one, reach out to my friend to train together. Number two, search for reference from others who have gone through the same situation. And number three, refer to specific training recommendation from the experts. Thirdly, I executed all the action items and fourthly, I registered and participated in half marathon run. That's the process that I went through in changing my mindset, building my stamina and strength to endure a long distance run. Everything must be in alignment for it to generate the results that you want. Thanks for sharing, Sel. It is important to note that this is not a one-time activity. In fact, in order to change our mindset, it requires consistent and continuous practice and effort. We do not change overnight, and in fact, our minds can be very resistant to change. Like any habit, it requires intentional and consistent practice over a period of time. Just like how to create or form a new habit, the change to our thought patterns takes similar process in that there is a trigger or a cue which leads to a routine, which leads to a reward, and the cycle continues. How is this played out in real life? Following my example, every time I see a painting, it would trigger a thought pattern. The faulty thought would say, 
I could never do that or I could never paint like that. Or don't even think about trying to paint. And because of that thought pattern, it would cause me to my routine of not even trying to learn how to do it. And the reward in this case is that I'm fairly safe in my comfort zone. In order for me to form a new thought pattern and mindset, I need to replace that previous thought pattern with something else. I would now say to myself, I have painted something similar, and what I can learn from this painting is how the painter created depth and tone in this area and so on. I have replaced that I can't or never with my current accomplishment and what I can learn in order to be better. This will in turn create the routine of practicing to paint by implementing some of the depths of color or tonal changes to create perception of depth in my paintings. The reward that I would receive is an improvement in my painting, and that cycle continues. This is clearly not a one-time act. I had to remind myself and replace my faulty thoughts with the new ones consistently and continuously. It could be a dozen times a day. And the important thing to realize is not to be disheartened if it does not work the first time. Just like the faulty mindset, it did not happen overnight. Therefore, replacing it with the new and empowering mindset will not take place overnight. Rest assured, it will take place if you consistently do it over a period of time. Sel, how do you put into action changes that you want to make to your mindset? That is so right, Lisa. In the example that I mentioned just now, I have to keep on reminding myself that a new me is about extending my perseverance level and building my strength to support that so that I can run half marathon. My measurement of success in adopting such mindset is reflected from my actions and the small results that I achieve every day. I'll go through the list of action items such as training with my friend, following through my running schedule for half marathon intermediate level, and will push myself to do it as listed on the schedule. There is really no special secret. Keep on reminding, keep on doing, and stick to the schedule and just keep on doing it. After a while, you get your own rhythm and everything will be in alignment. Let's summarize what we have covered so far. Number one, the journey to changing your mindset starts with one, identify the mindset. Two, replace the faulty mindset with the growth mindset. And three, to consistently and continuously practice that new mindset. Number two, Ask yourself the following questions. What is the constant thought that you always have that stops you from taking the next step? Ask the why question. Ask an answer until you uncover a common theme or the root cause. Then, ask yourself, what are my core values and what is my current mindset and whether that is aligned or not with my value system? Number three, determine the gaps between the old and the new mindset and set up a plan to change it. Number four, perseverance and determination are required as changes do not happen overnight. So do not be discouraged, but continue to press on. We hope that you've learned at least one thing 
that you're able to put into practice. As always, please subscribe to the podcast and let us know what you would like to learn next. Also, give us your feedback as we aim to continuously improve on what we're doing. Check out our respective websites at lisalamcoach.com and sawanaali.com. Take care and remember, you are not alone in your struggles as a manager. Yeah.